Good morning, Alex and friends. I'm Grace. Today is Monday, November 13, 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. In weather news, Riverside locals, get ready for a comfortable day ahead with a high of 76.6 degrees and a brisk low of 58.5, perfect for a light jacket. Turning to our headlines, the world watches as President Biden and Chinese President Xi Jinping prepare for a pivotal meeting set against a backdrop of heightened tensions and dim hopes for a breakthrough. Back at home, a state of emergency has been declared in Los Angeles as a fierce blaze engulfs storage lots and forces a shutdown of a major highway, affecting thousands. In health and business, pharmaceutical giant Novo Nordisk is in the spotlight today after its obesity drug, Wegovy, has shown promising heart health benefits in recent clinical trials, leading to a notable 3% uptick in the company's share prices. Stay with us for the full stories and more insights, coming up on Alex's News. Tensions between the U.S. and China have been making headlines for months, and a crucial meeting is on the horizon. President Joe Biden is preparing to sit down with China's President Xi Jinping. For more on this, let's go to Ethan, who's been following the developments closely. Ethan, can you give us an overview of what's at stake with this upcoming meeting? Absolutely, Grace. This is a meeting of considerable gravity. Both Biden and Xi are entering these talks amid growing concerns in the U.S. about China's global influence and actions, with issues ranging from a Chinese spy balloon to military confrontations and disputes over technology and trade. The relationship has certainly seen better days. With such a complex backdrop, what are experts saying we should expect from this face-to-face? Well, expectations are being tempered. As NBC News reports, officials and experts alike are cautioning against any hopes for significant strides in U.S.-China relations. What's key here is the symbolism of the meeting and the continuation of high-level dialogue, which can help prevent tensions from escalating further. High-level communication is essential, but what are some specific issues that Biden and Xi are likely to address? They're expected to tackle a few pressing topics, Grace. Military communications are top of the list, given the recent intercepts of U.S. aircraft by Chinese forces. There's also the matter of human rights, a perennial point of contention, and the ever-volatile situation in the South China Sea. However, the intricacy of these subjects means that simply opening channels for future, more detailed discussions is likely the best outcome we can anticipate. With so much on the line, are there any indicators or developments that could hint at a positive outcome from the talks? One interesting development is the replacement of China's defense minister, who had been previously sanctioned by the U.S. His removal might lead to improved military communication. Additionally, the U.S. is keen on China's help with fentanyl control, progress there would be a welcome victory. Now, I can't help but think about the timing of this meeting with Taiwan's presidential election coming up in 2024. Is this likely to factor into their discussions? It's almost certain, Grace. The Taiwan issue is a sensitive and critical concern. Given the timing, Biden might emphasize the importance of non-interference in Taiwan's election process and support for cross-strait dialogue. How she responds to this could be quite telling of future dynamics. With Americans increasingly seeing China as a critical threat, what might the fallout be if this meeting doesn't lead to any substantial progress? 
relations could remain strained, grace, and that perception might harden amongst the American public. Any lack of progress could also embolden hawks on both sides, potentially leading to more aggressive postures and policies. It certainly sounds like the stakes couldn't be higher. We'll all be watching closely. Thank you, Ethan, for that comprehensive analysis. My pleasure, Grace. Let's hope for some positive advances. Stay with us as we move to our second story of the morning after the break. We're turning now to a developing story from Los Angeles, where a fire has caused significant disruption and damage. I'm joined by our reporter, Chloe, who's been following the details. Chloe, can you bring us up to speed on the situation? Absolutely, Grace. Over the weekend, a massive fire took hold of two storage lots beneath Interstate 10 in LA. This blaze has resulted in some serious consequences, including the closure of the interstate, creating traffic nightmares for commuters. I understand that the closure has impacted a mile-long stretch of Interstate 10? Yes, that's correct. The portion between Alameda Street and Santa Fe Avenue is shut down. This isn't just an ordinary fire, it damaged parked cars, wooden pallets, and power line support poles, making this area extremely hazardous. And with the interstate being a major thoroughfare, this must be creating quite the headache for travelers. Absolutely, Grace. Authorities are urging people to either work from home or use public transportation to alleviate further congestion. But it's not just the interstate, surrounding surface streets and other freeways are also feeling the strain. How are the cleanup efforts going? Have they made any progress? Cleanup crews, including hazardous materials teams, are vigorously at work. They're clearing the debris to assess the structural integrity of the interstate before it can safely reopen. But, as of now, there's no timeline on when that will be. Has there been any word on the cause of the fire? The cause is still under investigation, according to the Associated Press. But there is some good news, no injuries have been reported so far, which is fortunate given the scale of this fire. And I hear Governor Newsom has gotten involved? That's right. Given the severity, Governor Gavin Newsom has declared a state of emergency and is requesting federal assistance to manage the aftermath. How is this affecting the local community, aside from the traffic? It's had a notable impact on the homeless population there. At least 16 individuals living under the highway had to be evacuated. Authorities haven't connected the origin of the fire to the homelessness issue directly, but that's surely a part of the ongoing investigation. It sounds quite serious. There was a comparison to the 1994 Northridge earthquake? Yes, Los Angeles Mayor Karen Bass compared this in terms of the long-term impact. The fire's destruction requires massive efforts to restore the area, much like what was needed after the earthquake. That's a sobering perspective. You mentioned reporting from ABC News and the Associated Press. How have they been covering this incident? Both outlets have been extensively covering the fire. ABC News focused on the travel disruptions, advising the public on how to navigate the closure. The AP provided a broader overview, detailing the fire, the damages, and the profound effects on traffic in the community. This story certainly has far-reaching implications. Chloe. Thank you for your in-depth report on this ongoing situation in Los Angeles. My pleasure, Grace. I'll continue to monitor the story and provide updates as they come in. Good evening, viewers. 
Before we move on to our main segments, here are some other headlines we're tracking today. 1. A significant development for labor rights, as a new joint employer rule is announced, potentially enabling millions of workers to unionize more easily. This regulatory shift could face legal hurdles, putting its future into question. 2. Big news in the aviation sector from the Dubai Airshow, where Emirates has inked a $52 billion deal with Boeing, ordering new aircrafts in a move that speaks to the recovering strength of the industry and could bolster job growth and economic activity in the sector. 3. The situation in the Middle East grows more tense, with U.S. forces launching airstrikes against Iran-backed groups in Syria. This military action comes in retaliation to assaults on American personnel, illustrating the enduring complexity and volatility of regional politics. 4. Meanwhile, the conflict between Israel and Palestinian forces has escalated further, tragically resulting in hundreds being trapped within Gaza's main hospital amidst ongoing warfare. This dire situation highlights the desperate need for diplomatic efforts to address the conflict. 5. And in a turn of political events, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott has taken many by surprise, suddenly bowing out of the 2024 presidential race. His unexpected withdrawal has sent ripples through the political sphere, as many ponder the implications for the approaching election. These stories reflect the diverse array of challenges and milestones we're seeing around the world today, from the fight for workers' rights to the fluctuating dynamics of international relations and politics. Stay tuned for more details on these stories and other news throughout the program. Thank you for joining us. Ethan, we've got some exciting news for the pharmaceutical industry. Shares of Novo Nordisk rose by 3% after the company presented data about the heart benefits of its obesity drug, Wegovi, at a medical meeting. Can you give us more details about what this data actually revealed? Certainly, Grace. The recent findings are quite significant. Wegovi is showing promising heart-protective benefits beyond just facilitating weight loss. According to the data, the drug has helped patients lose an average of 15% of their body weight. But more impressively, it also reduces the risk of heart attack, stroke, or death from heart disease by a substantial 20%. It's this heart health aspect that has really grabbed everyone's attention. Those numbers are impressive, Ethan. Now, you mentioned a 20% reduction in the risk of heart attacks and other cardiovascular events. How does Wegovi achieve these results? Well, Grace, the clinical trials have unearthed some intriguing insights. It appears that the cardiovascular benefits are not just a byproduct of weight loss. The trials showed, among non-diabetic patients with heart conditions, a 28% decrease in the risk of heart attacks when compared to a placebo, a 15% reduction in cardiovascular death risk, and a 7% lower risk of stroke. Researchers are hypothesizing that Wegovi might have a direct effect on heart health, and Novo Nordisk has filed for an update of the drug's label to reflect these findings. That's quite a breakthrough. Ethan, what do you think this means for Novo Nordisk in terms of its competition with other pharmaceutical giants like Amgen and Pfizer? Novo Nordisk is definitely setting a high bar here. With Wegovi showing early cardiovascular benefits, this could give the company an edge over its rivals. And let's not forget that Novo Nordisk was a pioneer, being the first to bring highly effective weight loss drugs to the market. With Eli Lilly's competing treatment only recently approved in the US and UK, Novo Nordisk's leadership in this area is further solidified. 
Now, I can't help but wonder about the price point. A $1,000 monthly price tag is steep. What's the reaction from the medical community, especially cardiologists? The cost is indeed a major concern. While cardiologists recognize the potential of Wegovi, many are worried about its affordability for patients. Without congressional approval for reimbursement, Wegovi remains out of reach for many who could benefit from it. This could be a significant hurdle in the wider adoption of the treatment. With all that in mind, how are investors reacting to this news? Investor confidence seems to be on the rise. The company's shares had already surged by 17% earlier in August when preliminary data was released, reaching record highs. And with this latest data presentation, Novo Nordisk's shares have climbed further. We've seen a year-to-date increase of over 47.5%, which is quite remarkable. One last thing before we conclude, Ethan. What's the anticipated timeline for the possible label update, and what are the potential implications? Novo Nordisk is expecting a decision on the label update in 2024. If approved, it'll be a major breakthrough for patient care and could potentially transform the treatment paradigm for obesity and related heart conditions. It'll also likely create a ripple effect throughout the pharmaceutical sector, raising the bar for innovation and patient outcomes. Fascinating developments indeed. Thanks for providing such thorough coverage, Ethan. My pleasure, Grace. It's always interesting to dive into the nuances of these medical advancements. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made by Alexander King with GPT-4, GPT-3.5 Turbo, and the Google Cloud Text-to-Speech API. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.